0: Hi, guys. Honestly, we've been having a really hard time figuring out how to go about this conversation.
1: It's been kind of rough on our end recently. We've been going through a bit.
0: And you guys know that we didn't release an episode last Tuesday.
1: And we've kind of been off social media recently.
0: Yeah, I I don't know how I want to talk to them about this.
1: We know it's only been four episodes, so... Mm -hmm. We didn't want to have to do this.
0: But. This soon. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm sending you the location. I hope to see you soon. Um, um, we're, we're breaking, breaking up. <laughs> Psych! Psych! <laughs>
1: I'm so aggressive. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Send the Location. It's Yaz and Serena, and we're back at it again.
0: Me and Serena are definitely not breaking up, but we will be talking about breakups this episode.
1: And we're going to be talking about your breakups, your questions, your experiences, and I'm not going to lie to you, you've been through it.
0: You've been through it. We've been through it.
1: And we're ready to talk about it.
0: Let's get right into it. Let's do it. It's been... I'd say four months since I've been single. And around three since I have. And we have experienced quite a lot during that time. I'm also 23. You're 23. Mm -hmm. We've gone through some breakups in our days.
1: A hundred percent. And over the last however many months of us being single, we actually feel like we've got to experience quite a few different types of people in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time we actually dissect them.
0: Yeah, I think that it's also been enough time that I can look back at my past relationships and kind of identify what they were like, what I liked about it, and what I've learned since actually being incredibly independent.
1: For sure. And also from the other end of things, figuring out now how to be single, how to grow on our own, how to be independent, Mm -hmm. um, and then actually just knowing about guys in general and what we like in them, not just like our past relationships, but moving forward what we need
0: yeah now we're you know navigating again what it's like to talk to people and get to know them Mm -hmm. and we have some tea some advice (laughs) all of that to share with you guys today so crazy enough recently we've had some girls coming up to us in public also through our dms letting us know that this podcast and kind of us talking about our experience has helped You through some breakups with some men. The other week, we were out at Mademoiselle, and a girl actually came up to me and let me know that she had just gotten out of a five year relationship and she had listened to me talk about my breakup, and it really gave her some validation in what she had done. So, we really wanted to, from a less toxic perspective, kind of let you guys know how we navigated breaking up with significant others in the past and why we knew that it was time that that relationship was coming to an end right right
1: especially considering that now these people are coming up to us and dming us we're realizing the impact that what we're saying actually has on a lot of you and we want to make sure that we're not just delivering the toxic side we obviously also dealt with a very realistic breakup and growth and Mm whole experience. So we kind of want to get into that. We definitely have some juicy information for you along the way. Um, but stay tuned if you want to hear about all of the tea behind how we ended up single, the process, what it looked like, how we knew it was our time to be single. Um, and now what we're getting into after.
0: Yeah. I think since I was 16, I've dated... Like, three people in a really official capacity, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely been situationships and stuff in between there that have, like, felt like and been like breakups as well. Mm -hmm. And there's very differing, like, courses that you go through depending on a relationship. Like, some breakups actually sucked, and I was holed up in my room for a while after. In some breakups, I was a brand new bitch the next day posting on Instagram, like (laughs) thirst trapping it up. I was already emotionally out of the relationship a long time before it happened.
1: I can definitely say that I've had my fair share of situationships. Um, I do not get into relationships lightly. I've only actually ever been in a relationship with one person ever. Mm -hmm. Um, The rest have actually been in an unofficial capacity. And that doesn't mean that I didn't take them seriously. Um, but you definitely have a different process in the term of like breaking up, um, and how to go about that when it's not at that level quite yet.
0: Yeah, was really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like through, no, it was, what was I going to say? I think, no, that's really interesting to me because I've taken a similar perspective and things won't progress unless I actually really care about that person mm-hmm. and I can see something coming of that. But when it's ending, you're also kind of evaluating some things and signs that kind of let you know that that relationship is coming to an end.
1: Yeah, for sure. And regardless of which capacity it's in, you definitely have certain things that happen that are consistent among all of them that you're like, all right, this is coming to an end very quickly or you can tell that you're not caring about something as Mm -hmm. much or you're just not really as emotionally involved as you thought you were so I think we should get into a few of those signs that showed us that it was our time to be single
0: yeah for sure I think in actually like a few past relationships one major thing for me was like differing courses of life or, like, differing paths.
1: Do it, you think that was relevant, though, in the past um, as much as right now? Like, do you think that that was more evident in your most
0: recent relationship
1: or was it always uh, something that mattered?
0: No, I think that's something that's literally hit me since, like, high school. Like, I remember really? even my high school boyfriend transitioning into university. I started to realize that we just had different goals in life and mm-hmm. we just weren't going in the same direction. And especially in your 20s, you're changing so much so rapidly that you can be on the same trajectory as someone when you're 20. And at 22, things have completely changed. Career paths have completely changed. What city you want to live in will change. And it's really important for you to put yourself first and not let that relationship override the course of your own life, you know?
1: I definitely agree with that. Um, but for me, personally, I think that that didn't really become something that was in my brain until probably this year. Okay. Um, I, I mean, yes – like, I'm saying yes and no to that because – obviously you hope that you have the same path. Yeah. But it doesn't really become a conversation out loud until you're old enough that like your life is legitimately changing like that. Like for example, getting out of university. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to move out of your house. Now it's time to like leave your parents, like mm-hmm. change your friends. Like all of these things happen typically around the same time for everyone. Like when you are getting out of that university age. Yeah. Um, And I think that's when the conversation became real. It wasn't just like a fleeting thought.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing for me. I feel like, Not that I ever am having like a Pinterest board where I'm envisioning like my fucking marriage (laughs) to someone, but if I can already sense that there's going to be like an end to something, Mm -hmm. like if I have an inkling of, oh, there's going to be a time where like this person is communicated, he would never, you know, move to another city, never try something out. I so quickly already envisioned in my head. Why am I bothering with yes. this? Like why am I actually wasting well, my you're, time?
1: You're talking basically saying I'm dating to marry, which honestly is kind of,
0: I'm, I'm not dating to already have the idea. Yeah. It's not going to work. out. Sorry.
1: When I say marry, I don't legitimately mean yeah, yeah. like marry, marry. I mean more like you're dating cause it's going to be serious. Like yeah. you have the thought that it's going to go somewhere yeah. in the future. So
0: why waste like my time, mm-hmm. your time, our energy and the ability that I actually could find someone that I fuck with way more staying in something. And I've just had that mindset literally since high school.
1: I completely agree with that. And that's why like I had a lot of situationships because if I'm unsure in the slightest Mm -hmm. about what I want with you or what you're doing, or if I question anything about you really no chance I'm getting in a relationship with you. Like at this point, why like you said waste your time yeah there's really no purpose in it so like the situationship thing is kind of like where you really fuck with the person but maybe you already know that they don't have the same goals or same morals or whatever and i think that's where a lot of situationships actually come about yeah because if you think about it if you do have all of those goals morals whatever Mm -hmm. aligned why would you
0: not be in a relationship with them how long was your longest situationship i'm curious (laughs) <laughs> but you know that's a complicated one. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was an on and on and off again, I guess.
1: Yeah, so I kind of did talk about it um on the podcast. I think this was the first or second episode I mentioned this guy who I was friends with benefits with. Um that lasted honestly, on and off for maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, now that was a situationship because I personally did not want it to progress into a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did really fuck with the guy and I really, this is so bad because
0: we're trying not to be toxic here. No, but it's just the, with the reality.
1: (laughs) But yeah, the reality was that I enjoyed his company more in the bedroom than I did on a date. Yeah. And that was more than enough for me to stick around and allow that to go on for that amount of time. Yeah. Now I did, I think I mentioned this, try and make it like come to an end for his benefit, but he wasn't apt to like jump yeah. out of it because he cared yeah. so much. He was
0: like, maybe we can make this work. Yeah. He was yeah.
1: hoping that eventually my opinion on the situation would, would change. change. Um, and it, it never did. I made it very clear that it wasn't going to. Um, so yeah, that was
0: my longest ship. Which anyone, if you're listening to this, if you are in a situation right now where you are waiting to change someone's mind about a situation, get it's out. it's just so not the vibe. It's not the no. energy that you deserve. They're obviously looking for something, you know, else to mm-hmm. fulfill something more for them. Also, the more you try and put pressure to change the situation, at least from
1: like my perspective, like the more mm-hmm. he wanted the situation to change, the less I knew it was going to. Yeah, like. I was more and more certain every single time that he wanted something to change that I was never going to get there for him.
0: Yeah, I know it's fair. I think that my longest situationship was like four months and it was really <laughs> approaching that time where he was like, why aren't we putting the label on it? Mm-hmm. And I just really didn't want to. And that is why it came and, to But that's end. a red flag for the relationship, right? A- like, absolutely. If you already
1: can't do that when yeah. you're just getting to know someone at yeah. four months. yeah.
0: Like, if I don't want people to know that I'm exclusive to you, Mm -hmm. hey, like, that's an issue. So, like, I'd say that that's another bad sign in a relationship. If it took you a really long time to get to a point where you were willing to actually settle down and commit to a person. Or even talk about it. Or yeah, tell people about it. Be, like, at least a little bit, like, public with it. Or if you felt that energy on their end. Yeah that's a bad sign for your relationship in general, like the health of it and how, what kind of energy they probably actually have during it when they're not with you. For sure.
1: And I will say that in my situation, like just to clarify, I do look back and regret not ending that sooner. Yeah. Now that I'm older and more mature and I know not to waste people's time. Like I was younger at the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know any better. Mm -hmm. That experience taught me so much. Um, and after it came to an end, I could really actually, like, reflect on it. Like, when me and the other person completely cut ties, mm-hmm. then I reflected on it and was like, oh, you know what? I should have made that end sooner. Yeah. It was selfish of me not to. Yeah. Um, But that's just another reason why you should trust in the red flags that you're seeing prior to getting into the relationship. Because...
0: Genuinely.
1: It's just gonna, like, it's gonna keep going and going and going and it's not gonna change. And unfortunately like if you're on the other end of things like not on my side if you're on the other end like you're not gonna be happy
0: yeah i think that one thing that you kind of spoke about there that is really relevant to being in a relationship and a point that a lot of people get to has to do with like the sex life that you're having in that relationship yeah i think that for most people you know you start out on an absolute high like wanting to sleep together hopefully like very often like you have a high sex drive But a lot of people do get to a point in a relationship where it becomes more of a chore. It becomes more of like a scheduled thing or Mm -hmm. like a...
1: Just going through the motions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's such a bad sign in a relationship.
1: Yeah. If you get to that point like with your significant other, I'm not saying that like that's the sign to like you need to get out right now, but you definitely need to reevaluate the position that you're in. You definitely maybe need to have a change. conversation Yeah, too. Like Maybe it could change, but like it's definitely something that needs to be brought up and addressed because if it's a chore to have sexual experiences with your significant other, that's no longer your significant other. That's your friend.
0: Genuinely. That's another yeah. big thing. Like evaluating if something is more of a friendship than it is a relationship. Or like yeah. if you love someone versus are actually in love with them. Yeah. I think – One big thing for me, not in my last relationship, but when I was dating someone back in university, I was going through quite a hard time with some family stuff. Mm -hmm. And having that support system was like so imperative to me. I really didn't have that anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I didn't have someone else I could go to. And I feel like a lot of people – Get themselves in situations where you know their significant other. You are really dependent on them, yes, and they are offering you a lot of support, and they're the person that you go to for things. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily in a healthy way, and it's not in like a in a love type situation. It's I like, completely agree. It's with that. a friend, and it's someone that you confide in and mm-hmm. you trust. And like it's kind of going
1: back to what I said about being selfish. In the same way, like the way that I just talked about that situation that long one. That guy was my best friend. Mm -hmm. My best friend. He knew absolutely everything about me and I was going through it for Mm -hmm. a couple of those years. like Some pretty intense shit that he was the only one who knew about it. Mm -hmm. So again, it was very, 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 very selfish of me but at the time, I didn't realize going through what I was going through why I couldn't let that go even though I only cared about him as a friend.
0: Yeah. I think that that's such a big thing that you need to like look at the mirror about in your relationship if you're really codependent on that person Mm -hmm. are you not getting that stability from other people in your life yeah if this relationship was to end tomorrow if they were to drop off the face of the earth would you not be able to call your friends like do you not have someone that feels like family to you that you can reach out to yeah yeah and have those same conversations with. Because if you don't have that type of support system in place, if you're not putting that type of energy into other people. Mm-hmm. Like your friends, your family, whoever. You're absolutely fucking yeah. yourself over.
1: A lot of times, though, what I, like, moving into, like, this other thing I wanted to talk about, actually, about the whole friendships thing around relationships. Um, especially when it comes to getting into a process of breaking up with someone. hmm You shouldn't be having different friendships before your relationship, during, or after. Friendships in your family, that's something that should stay pretty consistent no matter what point you're at. Yeah. You should definitely not be reaching out to people because you think you're about to break up with your significant other.
0: I don't think I could agree with something more in my life. Yeah,
1: like don't start hitting up your friends again because you're about to be single or because you just got single.
0: Yeah. Don't be that person. I think something that literally me and my best friends have always talked about is that they were like, honestly, like regardless of if you've been in a relationship or you've been single, you've always been really consistent. You've always called me. We've always made plans. The same level of priority has always been there. Mm -hmm. And I pride myself so much on that Yeah. because I once was in a relationship where that dynamic changed. I was putting too much energy into someone. It was back a long time ago, but I was putting way too much energy into that person. And if that person made themselves available, Mm, maybe I would like cancel you know, de- plans, decide and- not to go out with my girlfriend yeah. that night. And it was such an eye-opening thing because it just more so spoke to the toxicity of that relationship yeah. and how I felt like if I was to say no to that person, you know, maybe we wouldn't be as good. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You were kind of revolving it around that. Yeah. Which, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to lie. I have not been in that situation. I've been in the opposite side of things where I was the person who would cancel plans with my significant other If something better came up, I'm not proud of that by any means. I'm just, like, calling it like it is in my past. Um, And that's not exactly a green flag either. Yeah. That's something, like, if you're in that relationship again, you know that that's not a priority for you. Yeah,
0: if it's not something that you genuinely are so excited. I have this calendar date with my significant other and we're going to do something. If you're willing to, like, let go of that. To go out with your girls. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you should have one night of the weekend that's your girls, one night of the weekend that's your man. It's also
1: situational, though. Like, I I completely get it if it's, like, you know, like a one-off or something like that. But if it's, like, consistently, like, you're dipping your significant other, like, to go hang out with your friends, like, you probably don't care to see them that much. I, yeah, I completely agree. Back to what we were discussing, though, about our um, friendships in terms of relationships and situationships. I have had someone extremely close to me before um, be in and out of a couple relationships over the years who every time they get in one, they go MIA. Yeah. And then the second that they're single, it's all fine and dandy. I sound like a dad, but they're back and wanting to hang out. They're now texting. They're now calling. They're communicating. They want to go out. Um, And it's definitely not – you don't want to be that person. Ever. You don't. Because that just shows the people around you that you only care about their presence when there's nothing else better for them. Mm -hmm. And that's not exactly the best rep you want to have.
0: One of my close friends that unfortunately we're not so close anymore, Mm -hmm. she would never make a concrete plan with us because there was a chance that something was going to come up with her significant other. Really, So she never wanted to actually, like, commit to us for, like, any, like, special occasions because maybe he'd be available. And then also, she'd always come to us if she needed advice and, like, wanted Mm -hmm. to bitch about that person. But the next day, everything was fine and dandy and it seemed like that was kind of the only time that she was making herself available.
1: Yeah, just to talk about things that she needed help with in regard to her relationship. Yeah. Yeah, which...
0: Hey, don't get me wrong. You should feel completely comfortable reaching out to yeah, your girlfriends. Yeah. I will always be there for my friends. But if you're not even making time to ask me how my day is going. Mm-hmm.
1: And only hitting you up when you have a problem. And with you them, want me to be your
0: therapist. Yeah. I'm going to start billing you. This yeah, isn't free.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not giving you free advice yeah. here. No, seriously though. Like, I definitely... I've been, like, shook by certain situations actually where people that i'm close with like i thought that they had like grown up from like those stages because i completely get like your first relationship maybe oh yeah you're like that like you're completely addicted to that person like you don't have time for anything else like i'm not saying i get it but i'm saying it's more justifiable than at 23 years old
0: no i think that me and my friends have always known when one of our friends got in their first serious relationship Mm -hmm they're probably going to drop off for a little bit. Yeah. They're probably, they they need to to get, they need to get their bearings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they need to figure out how to balance. That's, that's cool.
1: But like I said, that's high school, right? Like now at this age, I have a friend of mine who I haven't seen in time, time, like actually, because they got into a relationship Mm -hmm. and I don't know why I was surprised, but I barely hear from them. They don't make plans. They're not even around group events anymore. Um, They really just fell off the face of the earth. And even when it comes to the advice thing, Mm -hmm. doesn't even care to ask for advice anymore about anything because they're that genuinely just involved involved in their own relationship that they don't even care to tell anyone anymore about it at all. Yeah, and you know that sometimes, like when people are like friendships like that. If they're sketchy and hiding like that they're seeing their significant other so much, mm-hmm. you know they're seeing them too much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's kind of that like, I know that this is unhealthy yes. and I don't want anyone to be able to... Tell me it's unhealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've, I genuinely was there in university for yeah. like a very short relationship, the one that I was kind of speaking about that I kind of got into that headspace where I was prioritizing that person yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, and it's a, you feel embarrassed to tell gen- someone you're hanging out with them that Genuinely much. embarrassed. Yeah. And I get being like obsessed and like lustful for someone. That's something yeah. that you should always feel in a relationship. But there is a genuine balance. And if you aren't upholding that, it's not a healthy relationship. No. Just as much as a relationship isn't healthy if you do want to spend too much time apart from them. Yeah.
1: And like you just said too, if you're at that point where now you're about to break up, which I'm sorry, but nine times out of ten – you're going to be getting out of that relationship, Mm
0: -hmm. unfortunately.
1: Like, that's, like, realistic. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What are you going to do then? Yeah. Like, how are you going to survive past that?
0: I want to get into a few of the questions throughout this episode that kind of pertain to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you what some people have been asking. Someone asked, what do you do if you don't have that many friends after a breakup? Honestly, you're not going to want to hear this. It's not going to necessarily come off the nicest, but you really need to reevaluate the energy that you're putting into your friendships and what actually matters to you.
1: Like, did you have friends before the, like before the relationship? If you did and you're trying to now reach back out to those people and they're not
0: available. Yeah. Just don't.
1: don't like, honestly, it is almost disrespectful too.
0: Yeah. Especially being that, maybe in that circumstance like you weren't available to those people when they needed you Mm Maybe you can work your way back, but you need to be really transparent and honestly apologetic. And own up to your shit. Yeah. Like, own up to the fact yeah. that you
1: weren't a good person, like, during yeah. that time to them. Because I
0: think I can fuck with that if one of yes. those people came up to me and they were like, hey, I know that I mishandled this. Yes. Because... But I'm here it, to grow and learn yeah, and in whatever. That, in that situation in university, it was short, but I still went up to my best friend and I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I definitely was, like, tunnel vision. Yeah. Whatever. And she was like, I completely understand. Don't worry about like, it. Like, thank you for apologizing. Yeah, yeah. There's literally nothing better than then, someone then owning being up ac- Than being accountable. Yeah. So I think that that's something you need to do. If it's more of a situation of, okay, I really didn't have too many friends before my relationship. Yeah. I then got in this relationship. I started hanging out with my significant other's friend group. Yeah. Now I'm getting out of this and I don't have that many friends. That's something I've experienced because I moved to a city that I didn't live in yeah beforehand but that person lived in and introduced you to everyone exactly so i was hanging out with a lot of that person's friends yeah and then when i left that relationship i was like oh okay i i still have all of my friends that i had beforehand but the reality has always been i have to go back to my hometown to be able to see them yes we need to schedule them to be able to come up Mm. i don't have that many friends here
1: yeah
0: hey then it kind of comes down to you know, being open and vulnerable and reaching out to new people honestly, and making new friends.
1: Me and Yaz met the first time because I slid in her DMS.
0: Yeah. So like literally reach out to people that you think you would just genuinely vibe with. Yeah. People that you haven't seen in a while, like make
1: internet friends. Honestly, like yeah. we have met so many people through the internet. Like, yeah. Even like before TikTok was really as big, like we met so many people through the internet. So definitely use it to your advantage. Um, that's really all I can say about that. You can go out and stuff and I'm sure you'll run into people, but meeting people out already in that capacity is kind of hard to actually like be friends with them because you're seeing people in passing. It's better to actually just reach out to people and hit them up and have a real chat, dinner, drinks, whatever you feel like is going to be best for you and kind of just go from there. It's not always going to work out, but sometimes it does. Yeah. (laughs) Is that negative? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Okay, this next one, someone said, I was in an extremely toxic relationship, so bad to the point that I couldn't post anything. That is absolutely absurd. Absurd. I'm really sorry you went through that. I'm
1: sorry you went through that, but at the same time, now that you were out of it, I hope, I really, really, really hope you learned how toxic that was. No one should ever be controlling you to that extent or controlling you whatsoever at the end of the day.
0: No. If someone makes you uncomfortable to post yourself, post yourself in a bikini, post Mm -hmm. a nice photo of yourself because they're concerned, you know, maybe other people are going to be be thinking that you look nice too. That is a really deeply insecure person Mm -hmm. that knows that you could do better. That actually
1: reminds me of a conversation that I had recently with a friend of mine We were talking about how certain people like before you even get into relationships can be jealous, feel like they have some kind of ownership over the other Mm -hmm. person um, and kind of just put that into the relationship before it's actually Mm -hmm. even labeled. Now that's another red flag that we were kind of talking about in the whole talking stage before you guys are together or even once you've established that you're an item. Yeah. If those things are coming up extremely soon into you talking to somebody which I'm sure that they would have in that scenario because there's no way it goes from 0 to 100 that quick without a warning. Yeah. I'd watch out for that.
0: 100%. I just think that it's very easy to get a good indication of if someone is confident and secure with themselves before getting into a relationship. And you wouldn't necessarily think that that's one of the most important things to look for off the bat when you're starting something. But trust me, it will apply so much into every aspect of your relationship, how they handle fights, how they handle insecurities and self-doubt, how they communicate with you about their feelings, how
1: they treat you while you're out, how they treat you when you're out and they're not, or when you're away and they're not. There are so many situations that all come back to being confident and not being insecure in themselves because at the end of the day, if that person is insecure or not confident, It's going to reflect in everything that they do, whether you realize it or not. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but at this age, you don't have to waste your time with anyone who's not confident in themselves. It is not your job to make them confident or secure.
0: I think we should get into now that we are single Mm -hmm. after the breakup. Yeah. Kind of how we've been navigating being single when you started to actually feel single Mm -hmm. and how it's been since that.
1: Do you mean like if it happened before or after the breakup?
0: Yes, I guess. (laughs) No, I mean like... (laughs) No, I I get what you mean though. Yeah. Because I think in a lot of situations you're emotionally done with something before necessarily that label has been ripped off. What I also was thinking too was like when were you actually ready to kind of put yourself out there a little bit more?
1: Yeah, I think that it is very situation dependent. Um... I personally, I don't know, should I get into, like, my breakup and how that happened? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: I think that's what the people want.
1: <laughs> so, actually, yeah, I guess this is a good situation to talk about because my ex is a prime example of boyfriend material. Okay. He is boyfriend material. He was amazing. Hands
0: down. I I agree.
1: Yaz knows him. Um, I've known him for the past 10 years. He is actually an amazing human being Mm -hmm. and he's definitely grown up a lot over like the course of our relationship um and definitely improved in a lot of ways that like when i was younger i was like "Mm," like not really sure if this could work whatever he's definitely grown up um and that's why it was so difficult to bring the relationship to an actual end even though i was emotionally checked out okay for quite some time yeah now when i say it's situation dependent with what we do for work for the past maybe three months before we broke up, I was traveling nonstop. Mm-hmm. I was not home. I was not really available on my phone as much as I should have been. I was kind of just actually physically and emotionally checked out of it. Okay. So being the great person that he is, even though I was already in that mental state that I knew that I was not in the relationship, but it's really hard to talk about, I guess, because it's not like I'm saying that I didn't care because I did. I just was not in love with him for a while before I realized it needed to come to an end.
0: Yeah, I think it's like that – exactly what we talked about, bad sign in a relationship, loving someone versus actually being in love with them.
1: So that's a huge problem for me. Like when it was like a few months before I actually ended things, it was pretty evident that like I – wasn't putting any effort into the relationship I wasn't really present I wasn't being a good girlfriend
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it literally came down to the fact that like I had to just suck it up and realize this is not something that I can do right now this isn't for me I'm not invested in this mm-hmm. it's not fair for me to keep this going mm-hmm. he was a really great guy and I felt like oh my god how am I gonna lose this really really great guy mm-hmm But that's not a fair reason for me to keep him around when I'm no longer present. You know what I mean?
0: No, 100%.
1: And I think that that whole situationship of a few years really taught me that don't waste anyone else's time. After I told you I had that situationship, I really took a step back and was like, oh my God, I really just fucked this guy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like I really gave him like literal trauma. Yeah. I'm not laughing about that. Like it's not, it's not funny. It's just true. Like I actually really messed with the guy's mind. I no longer wanted to be that person who did that. Mm -hmm. So the second that I actually fully took a step back and realized, like, okay, this is not the relationship for me, I had to end things. And obviously, he knew it was coming, too. Like, it was something that he definitely had thought about because he could tell that I was, like, no longer present either. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that's just, like, one of the red flags that we were kind of talking about, like, when the relationship was going to come to an end. Like, if you no longer care about talking to them, seeing them, um... It doesn't bother you when you're apart for a long time. A lot of those things. And I think you mentioned a couple too. Like you had mentioned earlier about like starting fights for no reason or Mm -hmm. things like that. You know that it's not working. Yeah. And don't waste your time going any farther with it.
0: Yeah, 100%. I could talk about my last breakup because I feel like we went through something really similar. Yeah, very. But I'm going to take you guys back to a younger more vulnerable Yaz <laughs> in university that once actually did have her heart broken by a guy.
1: I would love to hear about this.
0: I was still in school and... High school or university? University. Okay. And this guy and I weren't friends before we had started dating, so I didn't have, like, a full picture of who he was, how he behaved, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the first red flag for yes. Okay, <laughs> that you missed out on clearly. Yeah, absolutely. I really didn't get to know how this person interacted with other people. Mm-hmm. I just was going off of like the initial honeymoon stage. Really a red flag. <laughs> and throughout the course of the relationship, communication was just kind of off. It was just kind of a toxic situation. He Did wanted you feel like to it was spend, a game all the time. Kind of felt like it was a game. And then I'd feel like he wanted to spend way too much time with me. And then we'd go through a period where I felt a little bit insecure. How long did this go on for? Mm, I want to say like a semester. Oh, so probably like four months. Like I want to say like six months oh, okay. max. Like it, it fed into the summer. Okay. But. Just, I'd feel bad about myself quite often in this relationship, (laughs) to be honest. I wasn't my most confident self while dating this person, and it had a lot to do with how they treated me and how they made me feel. Fast forward. This person is going through some shit of their own, okay? Things are no longer looking up for them. Um, They weren't happy with me. I was succeeding. I had gotten a really good summer job. Mm -hmm. Like, I was doing well in my internship. They didn't get a placement and they weren't happy for me oh they started to not talk to me as much be so much more cold i remember um and then the one day this man took me out for dinner Mm -hmm. and he broke up with me after
1: after dinner
0: after dinner oh my
1: god what the fuck
0: this whole thing really threw me off because I was so fed up with this man for the past month, but I had been telling myself, you know what? This person is going through some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was
1: going to say it seems like he was going through it. You wanted to make sure you were there.
0: Yeah, I wanted. I was giving this person the benefit of the doubt because I would want someone to do that for me, mm-hmm. but I really didn't fuck with how this person was treating me. That really blew up in my face because somehow this person then was telling me, I'm going through so much. Like, like I, can't I really can't be with you. Oh. An absolute toxic motherfucker. Fucker. <laughs> and this person came back into my life. I, they'd message me, they'd call me. They actually tried to get back together with me later on, but I. After that relationship was so broken about it for a few weeks, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to talk to anyone else. I was crying in my room. It was all I could think about. I was really worried if they were moving on, if they were talking to someone. But then they were calling me when they'd find out that I was out. Honestly, just another toxic thing if they wanted to make sure that I wasn't moving on. It really wasn't coming from a wholesome place. And an older version of me can recognize that.
1: that. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked.
0: But I was a baby, okay. I was I was an absolute baby, and I really liked this man. And even though I really was sick of him by the end of the relationship, the fact that he then broke up with you pulled the reverse uno (laughs) and ended it with me. Whoa! (laughs) Like like, I was not expecting. I was I was not expecting that.
1: So in a situation like that, then what you had asked me earlier was how soon after were you able to move on and start like going out with other people? I know I didn't touch on that, but I remember you mentioning that. How soon after did you feel like you were like, you know what? It's time for me to like get back into things. Like fuck this guy. I'm good. No more sad bitch.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, you know, you, you post on social media, okay? You look you you look <laughs> a little cute. Trap. As much as I really didn't care for those people, I didn't care to like explore anything seriously. Yeah. It definitely helped me. To occupy my mind and feel a bit of validation elsewhere. I can say yeah. that and be honest about that. Yeah. But I wasn't looking to talk to anyone seriously. Yeah. Um, and the situationship that I did get in shortly after that absolutely taught me in the future not to get into the first shiny situation That presents itself to you after a breakup. Because you are going to tell yourself that it's way better than it is. Yeah. (laughs) Just because it avoids you actually having to come to terms with being alone, Mm -hmm. being independent, and not talking to someone all the time.
1: 100%. 100%. And I feel like now at this age, like this being both of our most recent breakups, I think it's pretty crazy because this time, for me at least, I felt actually – I say this, but – as I mentioned, I felt like I was mentally checked mm-hmm. out of the relationship like quite a bit prior mm-hmm. to the actual breakup. I think that my whole confidence journey really started during the relationship. Yeah. Once I started to feel like... I'm good on my own, like, I'm independent, like, I don't need anybody else, that was kind of part of the reason why I was, like, checking mm, out, was because yeah. I felt like that. Yeah, 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 you, right. you finally,
0: like, grew to that stage. Yeah, yeah once, yeah,
1: yeah. I, even though I was in the relationship, yeah. I grew to that stage, and all of a sudden, I was like, I don't need no man.
0: <laughs> literally, <laughs> like, literally. Right?
1: So, um, I think that the confidence thing, the independence thing, and what you said about, like, not just jumping from person to person, yeah. is so vital to who you're going to be in the future, like Mm -hmm. even in the next relationship, I think now we can kind of get into like what we've been doing lately and like how for quite some time we just had a phase where we (laughs) didn't really, (laughs) (laughs) didn't really care about what we were doing.
0: No. And we weren't taking anything seriously. We weren't giving anything the energy to become something serious. No.
1: that I would say that lasted a few months.
0: Yeah. That The most important thing about that, I can say from both of us, because we've talked about it so much, we've genuinely counseled each other, is, like, we didn't allow ourselves to get too comfortable talking to someone every day. Anyone. There was, there's no point if you went through my messages where I'm exchanging more than like a couple messages with someone and it's not even every day.
1: Yeah. I don't. Or seeing anyone consistently, period.
0: No, 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 no. I, I not only didn't want to, I wasn't even going to let myself get attached to someone like that because I crave at this point being independent. I love being on my own.
1: It's something that makes genuinely both of us so so happy i mean like especially the past few months it's not in like a i need to go through a hoe phase type thing no as much as it is you don't care to be talking to anyone consistently i loved that it's now in my power to not answer absolutely anyone yeah i owe no one absolutely anything so if i'm talking to you even if it's for a short conversation here and there Mm -hmm. that's because i want to and i feel like it not because i feel like i need to
0: I completely agree. And
1: people can realize that too. Like people have mentioned it to you. They've mentioned it to me. Yeah. They realize that we really don't care. And that's not a bad thing. That just means you're so happy with yourself
0: and where you're at that you don't need that. And I can promise you even if you are coming out of a relationship like sad baby Yaz was in university. Yeah. You just need to give yourself time. Mm -hmm. You need to be okay in that uncomfortability stage. And once you get past that, that's when you become a bad bitch. Yeah. Not when you start to entertain some new guy and start talking to them every day. Yeah. And you haven't actually let yourself feel all of the feelings, feel the uncomfortability. Yeah. Because even though I left my last relationship, not necessarily the most invested into it and not necessarily the most excited to talk to that person every day. Mm-hmm. It was still uncomfortable. There was still a phase yeah. where I was like, whoa, it's really weird. They're still your best friend yeah. before you break yeah, up yeah. with them. Like at the it's, end of the day. It's not, it's really weird not talking to that person. My weekends were then free. My weeknights yeah. were then all free. Now I have so much more time on my hands yeah. than I ever had before. You have to get used to that and actually reclaim it and enjoy it before you should ever be entertaining someone else
1: but then all of a sudden like once you do realize it and you're comfortable like in your own company I promise you there is nothing better than being in your own company like if you're genuinely happy
0: with yourself and that's when you actually allow yourself the opportunity to get into something that you are really happy with Mm -hmm. because you're not accepting any energy that isn't Matching your own, matching your own. You're actually having to like pour something out of your own glass, yeah, to even allow someone any room. You know what I mean?
1: That's a good analogy. Thank you. Or is that I, a metaphor analogy? No. Whatever you want to call it.
0: We I need to know. go. We need to go back to English class. Yeah, it's we. Fine.
1: Yeah. we've been on university. Yeah, sorry for like two months. <laughs> but for,
0: but for real, like yeah. You, I, it's I so want to be full on my own. I want to yeah. like have to be taking a little bit of time, and if I am taking a little bit of time or a little bit of energy away from myself, like, yeah you're gonna be really fucking worth it
1: yeah yeah a hundred percent and I think you've experienced that recently we did touch on in the last episode Mm -hmm. that you met somebody who and by no means am I saying that the like they're in a serious relationship or like whatever but even just being able to converse with somebody more than just a text like once in a blue moon fucking with somebody like that I think that you've realized you can be confident and fuck with that person and independent and fuck with that person because you guys have the same energy.
0: Yeah. No, I completely agree with right? that. Right?
1: Like, you're busy doing your thing. They're busy doing their thing. And that's what's going to make you guys happy at this time.
0: And I think that you've talked to me about, in meeting new people, mm-hmm. you've kind of gotten... got. <laughs> <laughs> am I good? And I think that you've talked to me recently that you've been able to get a really quick indication of whether someone is worth your energy or, like, not worth yeah. your energy at all. Can you talk about that a little?
1: Yeah. Um I <laughs> 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 talking about myself on here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I've definitely uh, met a few people over the last, like, few months, even prior to my relationship ending, to be honest. Like, not in a capacity beyond friendship, but just realizing, like, people at this age, you can tell really quickly
0: mm-hmm. what
1: kind of person somebody is and if you would fuck with them or not. Um, and I think that over the last like couple months, especially, giving at least, like, even the time to answer someone's text back, Yeah, man, like, if you're not giving me the energy that I want, mm-hmm. there's no chance I'm texting you back, calling you back, seeing you, none of the above. I don't care to. I don't need to. And I'm busy. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. Um. And like yeah said, like, right away, like, depending on the person... You can definitely pinpoint if someone's gonna have the same energy as you or not. Yeah. And I don't think at this time, like, I've definitely, like, when I was younger, been in situations where I'm like, oh, like, I don't really know if I like care, like, if this person's like my type or whatever, but like, you kind of pursue it because you're like, oh, maybe they will be. Maybe maybe
0: it'll change. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, "Mm,
1: maybe, but like, no. No. Now you realize, like, nah, if I don't get that right away, if you don't get that feeling right away, or if you don't click with that person right away, you're never
0: going to. No. like. It's never going to magically appear. No. And that issue that you're having, you might end up in a happy relationship for a while. I promise you. It's, it's a friendship. Just, it's, and it's also going to come back up. You're yeah. going to get to a point where you're going to be reminded of, oh, there was this thing that was actually a really big crux in yeah. my ability to even be with them from the start. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. Or even um, like I know recently, like especially with certain dating applications, <laughs> important, the ones that are like... important you can definitely see that there are some people who like you might be like enticed by because of who they are or like what they do or Mm -hmm. whatever and then you try and like force like oh maybe like I would fuck with them when you can't get that right away Mm -hmm. but nah don't waste your time guys like actually don't waste your time I think I've realized that a lot recently though like
0: there's no point there's no point no don't waste your energy no
1: But not even just realize that, just actually acted in that way. When, like, when you were younger, like, you would actually, like, um, what do you call it? Like, entertain it. Yeah. At this point, like, after my last relationship, there's not one thing that I can say that I've entertained that I didn't really care for.
0: Yeah. When I was 16, like, and I was, you know, looking to date someone... I wasn't factoring in if we wanted to, to, you know, like, end up in the same (laughs) city, if we had similar life goals, like, so many, like, different characteristics of a relationship. Or if you had the same goals in bed. Yeah. (laughs) Hanopi.
1: (laughs) Big one. Hanopi. Big one. But
0: so many characteristics of of a relationship that when you're in your 20s, like, why are you going to waste your time getting into something that could last years if it's going to put you literally later in your 20s and then you're Yeah, and then like you're evaluating. still set back. Yeah. Like, then what are you going to do? Yeah, they still didn't have those qualities that you needed. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it really does depend on like the energy, like you said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into some of the questions that you guys asked us on Instagram. A reminder, if you're not already following, send the location pod on IG – do so because we have some polls running every single week where you guys can write in, ask some questions on whatever topic we're discussing. Mm-hmm. It's worth it.
1: I think we'll keep these answers uh short and sweet for you all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. First one. My ex-boyfriend broke up five years ago, is in a serious relationship of two years, but still talks to me about our relationship.
1: That's a red flag.
0: I just don't know, to be honest, why you're even bothering to converse with this person still.
1: Why are you bothering and also why is he in that other relationship if he's still talking to you like that?
0: Yeah, I think that you need to realize you deserve better. Cut that off. Yeah. Cut it off, like you don't need it. No. How to deal with self-doubt after a breakup
1: honestly, I think you mentioned this on the last episode, Mm -hmm. something that I, this is so cringy to say out loud, but something I used to do was legitimately go look, this was during COVID. Okay. It was a dark time. I would legitimately go and look in my mirror Mm -hmm. and talk to myself. This sounds so cringy. I promise you get up in the morning, look in the mirror, tell yourself you look hot and you're sick and whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever you need to hear, Mm -hmm. whatever you would tell your friend, Literally tell yourself that in the mirror. You will be laughing at yourself because it's so cringy, but I promise you, you'll walk away from the mirror feeling a thousand times better.
0: I think it's just important never to let all of your validation come from a relationship. Mm -hmm. If the only compliments you're getting are from that significant other and that's stripped from you, and then you no longer have been telling yourself that you're a hot bitch. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, it's all about what you think of yourself. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's, like, that's the problem. How to get rid of an ex that won't leave you alone block
1: i was gonna say block like yeah man i don't know if it's in person different story restraining order man like i don't know yeah like actually you can't really get rid of someone's whole like existence
0: but make it clear to that person like don't entertain it Mm -hmm. like don't respond to the messages start there if you're not already how do you deal with situationships
1: that's so dependent on the situationship
0: yeah are you i think that the first thing that I would ask is are you in it because you want to be in it yeah or are you looking for something more and you're waiting for that person to, I was gonna to say communicate that. that like
1: is it because you're bored is it because you want to be dating that person eventually are they giving you the same energy there are so many questions I could be asked and that next time be more specific
0: yeah <laughs> I'd say definitely give us all of the details on it but I think it also kind of depends how long into this situation ship are you yeah because you're on like month four, month five.
1: And it's still just a situation
0: And you guys haven't talked about even remotely what it is, what it could be, what you're it's looking not for. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. And also, why would you want to be with someone that's not going to put more like clarity onto what you are? Yeah, for sure. Do you still communicate with your ex, exes? Why or why not? Yeah. I'm at a point where me and my ex, we were best friends and we still share the same friend group so we converse every We're literally the same. Once in a while yeah. now. But there was a 3 month blackout. Genuinely a 3 month yeah. blackout. We didn't talk, we never hung out, we never saw each other. Yeah. And with other exes that I have, I I don't talk to them. It's not it's just not worth my time. It's not worth mm-hmm. their time and what's the point?
1: Yeah, I don't have any other like actual exes, um, but my ex situationships no conversing whatsoever. Yeah. Um, there's not really a need for it. My actual ex, we are in the exact same friend group, um, have been for the past ten years, and unfortunately, fortunately, whatever way you want to take that, that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are friends. Like we do talk when it comes up, but by no means are we like communicating like every day. And we did not talk after the breakup for quite some time. Like, there's a period where there was no communication whatsoever. Yeah.
0: Pros and cons of fucking your ex still when in town. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that really depends on, like, if you're emotionally attached to it or not. Like, if you're both not emotionally invested and it's more of just, like, a... This hey, is good uh, for the night. It's
0: good for the night. I'd rather have sex with someone that I know yes. and that gets me. Yes, yes. Okay, maybe you're making, like, the decision from that sense. Yeah. Do, okay. Do I what you, you, you want to do. I would do it if I were you. Can you be friends with an ex right after a breakup?
1: We kind of just talked about that. Like, I would say not right away.
0: No. I don't think that you should for either of your own stability. Yeah. Because just like we said about being single – You need to get used to not talking to someone every day. And if you're kind of remaining like a normal level of conversation with your ex. You're really not alone. No, you're not alone. Why do exes talk shit about you after a breakup?
1: To make themselves look better.
0: Yeah, I think maybe that person, especially if you're in high school or university and you're in a situation where like, you're going to be around the same people. They're also probably just trying to make sure that no one's getting too close to you. Yeah.
1: They want to make themselves look better. They want to make sure that they were the one better off in the relationship. Yeah. Like depending on how it ended, I'm sure they want to just make sure that they look good at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. When you get to a more like emotionally mature point in relationships, you're not worried about who won a breakup. Yeah, who won, literally who won it's, the breakup. There's no winning a breakup. No. And there shouldn't be. No, Exactly. Did you ever reconnect with an ex just for the attention and then cut them off again?
1: Ex situationships,
0: 100%. Yeah, I I definitely had some situations in the past where I kind of wanted to, with that person, for example, that I talked about sad yes. I wanted to know that I could get that person back if I uh, wanted to. Oh, that's literally oh, my toxic trait. My toxic trait. <laughs> and as soon as I figured out that I could, I was like, hmm. I'm good. You actually were a shit person. Yeah,
1: like, literally. That's actually so unfortunate. And, like, I'm so sorry that I'm that kind of person. Or I was that kind of person. Um, I'm hoping that I'm no longer that kind of person. But (laughs) sometimes you just want to know that you can. Yeah. And then once you know that, you're like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) Moving on.
0: Your longest relationship, what happened?
1: My longest relationship, I only had one. Mm-hmm. We were together for a few years, mm-hmm. broke up for a few years, mm-hmm. and then got back together for around a year and a half. Okay, I think it was that. I'm honestly, so I'm not. I'm cumulatively like four and a half years. Damn. But like to be honest, I'm not like when it comes to relationships. I'm not like. I don't care what day we, like, started dating. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not in an anniversary I could, Yeah, girl. I couldn't have done... I could have done with even no label. Like, yeah. I'm not that kind of person. If I yeah. fuck with you, I'm not going to fuck with anyone else. Like, that's really all I think that yeah. everyone needs to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my significant other was not that kind of person. Yeah. He needed the label.
0: Um, so I think cumulatively, it was probably around four and a half years. I think my longest relationship spanned from high school into university. I think it was, like, two years and a few months
1: yeah well like that's the thing too though like the first time like my ex and i got together we were so young yeah it was like high school to like beginning of university i yeah. feel like that doesn't even count like now in real life i'm like Does
0: that even, yeah. i don't know if that even matters yeah, yeah. no i hear you. Yeah. i would
1: really only count the, like last like year and a half that we actually were together
0: yeah stay friends or cut them off completely
1: it depends on which situation you're in Mm -hmm. like if you have no choice but to be friends you have to be civil then definitely stay friends but just don't stay too close
0: yeah definitely give yourself that distance
1: but if it's possible cut them off
0: yeah Mm, this is a good one advice for hookups after breakups feeling like a hoe after a one-night stand Ooh. honestly i think it's so important as a woman not to feel bad feel bad about something like that yeah don't Give yourself this negative connotation towards, like, exploring your sexuality. I think that that's something that's just been ingrained in us from society. Yeah, 100%. So, don't feel like a hoe. I definitely think that it's better for you in... uh, I know
1: you're trying to get around talking about, like, our own (laughs) one-night-stay. I'm like... (laughs) You're really beating around the bush here.
0: I will say... You're going to have way better sex if it's not a one-night stand and you actually find someone that you can be consistent with. Yeah. So I would just recommend finding something like that over just hooking up with randoms.
1: But I think she's saying more like she wanted to do it now she feels guilty. Don't ever feel guilty for doing something like that. Like I've had this conversation with my friends too. If you wanted to do it, do it. Literally something in our past, like when we were Mm -hmm. younger, told us that that's not okay.
0: Yeah. But
1: how come when guys do it, it's like a a pat on the back? Like, good job? Yeah. Good job to you, too. If you wanted to do it and it made you happy in the moment, don't regret it.
0: Again, I'm going to say this because I care about you guys and I want to make sure everyone's safe. Just, like, make sure that you have that conversation. Like, are you using protection? Like, are you protected? (laughs) Like, have they – you know what I mean? That's That's the one thing about one-night stands. Like, if it's someone that you met at a bar, like, just make sure that you're – yeah. You do feel comfortable with it. You're also going to avoid those icky – next day feelings a lot more that way yeah that's all I'll say about that
1: (laughs) I'm like trying to figure out yeah never mind
0: (laughs) before we head off for today
1: I feel like we should get into the whole one night stand situation since you brought it up okay (laughs) oh no (laughs) um have you ever had a one night stand
0: yes I have have you
1: I can say that I've never actually had a one-night stand. Shut up. I don't
0: want to talk about this. <laughs>
1: what, but I'm being serious. Like, I have never actually only slept with someone for one night. Um, But I have done it for two nights only.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After that, it just wasn't.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, like, I think it... <laughs> It basically was the same thing as a one night stand because of like the way it went down. Okay. Um, but it, like it wasn't the same person. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's one of yeah. those things where like I didn't care for it unless it was convenient in there anyways. So it basically was a one night stand. Yeah. Um but I did know the person. So,
0: is that... <laughs> <laughs> Persons. <laughs> I think a one night stand that I've gone into, I didn't intend necessarily for it to be one, but I just really wasn't into it and i just didn't want to and didn't want to go past that yeah i didn't i was yeah. like why why continue this <laughs> that just means the sex was really bad yeah so i i genuinely <laughs> think you're always going to fuck with like sex with someone a lot more if you do have that level of comfortability and yeah. if it's not some super awkward like one night thing yeah that's any time that i've actually ever. Really enjoyed sex. Yeah,
1: honestly, like, your one-night stands, unless you're, like, having sex with some, like, stellar performer. Yeah,
0: absolute freak.
1: Yeah, you're probably not going to have the best time anyways. Um, Doesn't mean I'm saying don't do it. No, Like, man, do it if you feel like it. No, no, no. Obviously, we've done it, so, like, we're not going to say that you shouldn't. Yeah. We're just saying from experience, it's definitely a lot more fun when you can actually be having sex with someone
0: consistently who. getting to know each other getting to know what the other person likes like, yeah
1: i not even an emotional level like no a physical no, no. level like just getting to know their body like whether or not it's actually like you're talking to them or yeah, like yeah. just like even even them. if it's
0: just like you have a consistent person that yeah. like okay at the end of the night like you know we're going home together yeah. that kind of situation yeah. has always been more enjoyable mm-hmm. than some fucking random not random that uh, uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you yeah ah. random like
1: even like um obviously <laughs> like,
0: we're instant- trying yeah, <laughs> like, we're trying not to expose ourselves too much at the same time as we're trying to give but like to- it's
1: realistic you know what i mean you're gonna experience things like as much as i said i haven't had the one night thing it's like the two nights doesn't make you much better than one <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: all right, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. We definitely want to hear from you for our next recording. So, definitely make sure that you're following Send the Location Pod on Instagram. But also, if you're not following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, definitely go do that. If you have a free moment, leave a review, even just rate it. It genuinely helps us out so much. We will be back with you guys next Tuesday. We're going to be back super consistently.
1: I feel like we've been a little bit sus lately with the timeline of these episodes, but you know, we're working on it and we're going to see you more often now.
0: We're going to see you more
1: often. Yeah, more often. We're going to see you consistently more often. We're going to give you the energy every week.
0: Serena, what are we?
1: I don't know. We'll leave that up to next week.
0: Bye guys.
1: Ciao.